We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He dealt with this really well, and he continues to deal with it really well. And he understands the business, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's a White Sox, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Welcome back. It's Molly and Haas, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Molly out today. Hope he's feeling better. Pedro Gafol feeling great. Reported to work on Tuesday in Glendale, Arizona, second season. There might have been days last year where he wondered if he would be back for a second season. He would tell you he's earned that right. He's earned that right to be a major league manager. He was very confident. I don't want to say defiant, but very confident in his first day talking with Sox beat back at work in Arizona, spring training, pitchers and catchers report, glorious day, baseball is back. Like it or not, Sox fans, baseball is back. And Sox fans, I was looking at the roster. I dare you to name without looking. No Google, please. If you can call us, 312-644-6767, and name more than two relief pitchers on this team, Garrett Crochet doesn't count. He's a starter. He told us that yesterday. If you can name more than two relief pitchers on this roster that they're going to count on in 2024, you are a true Sox fan. If you're not, you're still a true Sox fan, but you got some brushing up to do. It's going to be the one of those kind of seasons. The bullpen will be brought to you by Google. You're going to have to look up a lot of names. You're going to have to learn a lot of guys' stuff and backgrounds. And you think the you think it's going to be an adjustment listening and watching them on TV without Jason Benetti. Wait till you see what they got to offer in the eighth and ninth innings. Liam Hendricks not here. Joe Kelly, no. Gone. Kendall Graveman, see ya, Houston. Welcome to Tim Hill, Jared Schuster, Debbie Garcia. Who are these guys? Who are these guys, the White Sox? And I got to tell you, their starting lineup is not exactly going to raise many eyebrows either, or it might because, like, what are they doing in the major leagues? Here's your starting outfield right now. 
You can get Luis Robert in center, of course. Benintendi's in left, yes. Highest paid White Sox free agent ever, right? Still? Dominic Fletcher is your pegged, projected, starting opening day right fielder. Dominic Fletcher. Not quite sure what to tell you about Dominic Fletcher. I need to do some brushing up myself. Eloy Jimenez, certainly your DH. Moncada at third. Paul DeYoung is your shortstop. Good interview Saturday, last Saturday with Bruce and Espo filling in for me. Thank you. I'm inside the clubhouse. Bruce gets the best guest. Paul DeYoung. We'll talk to Bruce at 9 o'clock. Second base, Nicky Lopez. Good old Nicky Lopez. First base, of course, Andrew Vaughn. Catcher. You remember who they signed for to play catcher? Yes, the machete. Martin Maldonado. And by the way, did you see Speaking Socks? Yasmani Grandal finds a new home. Boy, have the mighty fallen. He went from being the highest paid Sox free agent in history with his $68 million contract. He signed a $2.5 million deal with the Pirates. That's quite a fall. That's quite a descent quickly for Yasmani Grandal. So he's going to be in the NL Central. And then just to wrap up, that's, that's the White Sox starting opening day lineup. So I'm not quite sure what Pedro Gafol's all chesty about. This is going to be a tough season again. Not exactly breaking news or sparkling insight or going out on a limb. Sox are going to struggle. Don't know if it's going to be 101 losses, but they're going to be well into the 90s. So Pedro Gafol talked yesterday, and we do want to get to what he had to say because it is interesting. Pitchers and catchers report. It's baseball season again, and this is how Pedro termed it in terms of how he has to earn his right to stay as a Sox manager. Yeah, I love this game. I have a passion for this. Um, I love what I'm doing. I love leading. Um, It didn't look maybe right in their eyes last year, but there's a reason I am where I am. Right, and you don't just get handed these jobs, right? Uh, there's, there's this is one of thirty. So over time, you know, I've earned the right to be here, um, but I gotta, I, I gotta continue to, you know, to work, prove that, you know, that decision was the right decision. And you know, we had a good off season. I'm excited about what's going on here. Pedro Gafal, seven seven three. That's a very good question. Calls me out a little bit. Good for you. You're right. David, do you want him to act like a loser or be a positive manager? Let me think about that. I don't want him to talk negatively. I don't want him to talk like a guy that expects defeat. I don't want him to be defeatist at all. You want to be on brand. You want to be yourself. And I think that Pedro Gafol is about positive energy and optimism. The confidence did surprise me a little bit. I don't think it was defiance. I think it was more confidence, inner confidence. I have earned the right. These jobs are tough to come by. They hired me for a reason. I think that it's understandable and admirable even. People can respect that. I respect that. I guess I just didn't expect to hear it from day one, coming off a 101-loss season. Not a huge thing. He's going to be tested again. He was tested last year. What will be different this year from last year, I think and anticipate, could be wrong, don't think so, Last year, they dealt with so much dysfunction. They had a lot of dysfunction. And I think there was a lot of things that Pedro Grafol learned on the job that he will be better at containing this year. 
you also don't have quite as much drama maybe to anticipate this year. Maybe some guys like Yasmani Grandal that I mentioned were a little bit harder to manage. Maybe Tim Anderson had his moments. He's not there. By the way, where is Tim Anderson? How did he drop so far off the map? You talk about a fall from grace. I mentioned Grandal. Tim Anderson was Mr. Baseball. The the pride of the South Side, the face of the franchise. And now, where is he? Unsigned. Un, unproven. Certainly there's a lack of confidence in, in Tim Anderson. I don't know where he will land, but I do wish him well. He was a good White Sox for a very long time. 815, good offseason. What in the world is this dude talking about? <laughs> Back to Grafol. You know those 101 losses? Yeah, they were tough. And this sounded a little bit like a Bears press conference when Pedro Grafol talked about how losing can make them better. You know, it makes you better. It, it, uh, it teaches you uh, patience. It, teach, it teaches you um, creativity, adjustments. I mean, we can go on and on and on, talk about it all day long, all the things that you, that you learn through a, a season like that. Nobody wants to go through it, um, but it happens. We're prepared to, to uh, turn this thing around. And when they do, they will reference that adversity as something we should praise. Because that's straight out of the losing coach slash manager's playbook. We heard it from Matt Eberflus. It worked. He's, he's back. Flusy learned how to turn a negative into a positive. Got him year three. Pedro Grafol back for year two. They better have learned something from that. Better, there better be some value in the sacrifice of wasting a season as the White Sox wasted last year, putting us through all the misery that they made us endure. So I hope that they're steeled by it, toughened by it. Hope they learned something from it because I don't want to watch that again. God, they stunk. And it was hard to tell if Pedro Gafol was a good manager or not because the team was so bad. And they expect to be better. One of the reasons they expect to be better is, I guess, I guess because they have pitching. Do they have pitching? All right, Dylan Cease is an ace. Does that bother anybody? Dylan Cease is the guy. I would love to have Dylan Cease on any rotation, including the one on the north side. How about trading for him, Jed Hoyer? Can't get Cody Bellinger. How about trading for how about trading for Dylan Cease, giving up the farm for Dylan Cease and win with pitching and defense? I, I could live with that. Who would you rather have this year on the Cubs, Dustin? Cease or Bellinger? Not even close, Bellinger. <laughs> I guess that shoots We've my seen argument that. We've in the seen water. the Cubs offense without Bellinger. <laughs> I, I'm really I concerned about Cease. the offense right now. All right, that's a, that's a silly hypothetical. I, I'm sorry to get on that tangent. I don't know if I, if I agree with that, though. I need to think about that. I do want them to sign Bellinger. But we're talking White Sox here. The pitching is what they want to win with. They have Dylan Cease. This is the rotation so far. Cease, Kopech, Eric Fetty. And for those of you who forgot who Eric Fetty is, came over from the South Korean League, correct? Or the Korean League? I think that's where he came from. Michael Soroka, big trade. Big trade with the Braves. And Chris Flexen. Going to have to do some research on Chris Flexen. That's your starting five. Garrett Crochet, 
going to have a chance. He talked yesterday about wanting to be a starter. I like Garrett Crochet. Of all those names that aren't Dylan Cease, Garrett Crochet is the guy that I am most intrigued by in 2024. I would love for him to stay healthy and to stay nasty with his stuff, which is filthy, as the kids say. Isn't Garrett Crochet got electric stuff still? Big lefty, intimidating. I mean, he can come high and inside. He can, he's got great stuff. Can he stay healthy? What were you laughing at, Brandon? Why were you laughing at me? Brandon, were you laughing at me? Oh, Brandon's talking to somebody else. He must be laughing at somebody else. Anyway, the White Sox are going to win with pitching. And who do they start? Who they, how they finish? Pedro Gafol said it was a good problem. It's a good problem to be sitting here a day before we start talking about two, three, four guys that we feel can pitch in high leverage that can that can bring some noise at the end of the game the way at the end of the game the way we want them to. Um, so it's a, it's a really good problem to have. What were you laughing at, Brandon? Just when you was like listing off all the names and I just <laughs> just not, I'm not looking forward to it as a Sox fan. When Pedro Grafal said that they're going to bring the noise, I mean, in the ninth inning, he didn't mean loud bats, did he? Because <laughs> it could be loud. I don't know who the, I don't know who their closer is right now. I don't think they do. And it's not like the Cubs. The Cubs have Azalei, they have Neris, they have some options. The White Sox. This is their on MLB.com. You can go and check out the White Sox projected opening day lineup. The relief pitchers are the following. See how many names you recognize, Sox fans. John Brebbia. Okay. Major leaguer. Jesse Chavez. Is Jesse Chavez still in the majors? That's amazing. Wasn't he with the Braves and the Cubs and the Rangers and all the – I mean, he's been around forever. Okay, so I recognize that name. Tim Hill. Mm. Jared Schuster. Who? Tuki Tuki Tassant. Great name, Tuki Tassant. All-time, all-league name team. Was a starter last year in a pinch. Came over from the Guardians, correct? Wasn't he a waiver deal, Tuki Tassant? So Tuki Tassant is in the bullpen. Debbie Garcia, Shane Drohan, Prelender Baroa. I'm done. That's it. You have got to be kidding me. Thanks, Hawk. What's going on? <laughs> Makes me want to cuss. Where's the bullpen arms? What did they do? Chris Getz, what are you doing? I don't know how you go into a season like this with that bullpen as unproven as they are. You know that the starters dusted them makes the point that everyone understands. If you get five innings out of the Sox starters, out of, out of a Sox starter, you're feeling pretty good. If, Dev, if Dylan Cease goes into the seventh like he has been known to do, that's great. But when Dylan Cease isn't starting the fifth to the ninth innings, who's going to pitch? And then I just don't know. You're going to win with pitching. It better be good because right now it's pretty anonymous. And I just don't know what you've got with the White Sox. And when you, when you don't know, you know. The work is cut out for Ethan Katz. He's still here, right? Ethan Katz is still around. He was given a reprieve. And everyone else is gone. 
All right, let's get out to the phone calls. 312-644-6767. Larry is in Naperville. Larry, welcome to Mullion Haw. Hey, guys. Listen to you all the time, but I am so tired of your cynicism about cats all winter and their fall right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think you even follow baseball, David. I listen to MLB radio all the time, and they don't agree with you. Hey, Getz has done a tremendous job this season. You know, are you really excited to see, to have seen uh, Giolito or Lynn or Aaron Bummer or even Graveman or Joe Kelly or Grandal or Anderson back in this team? Nope, didn't say that. I mean, didn't say that, Larry. Stay with me here. Did I ever say that? No. But who are you saying that Chris Getz added to the pitching staff that is going to make a significant impact? What is the, What are the experts on MLB radio telling you that I'm not telling you because I don't know baseball? Okay, stay with me. I am. Do you know anything they, they read about what they got in the Seattle trade, who this kid is, who they say is probably going to be better than Santos? Have you read about anything yes. about Eric Fetty, what he did last year? Have you read about Mike Taraka, who, by the way, he tore his Achilles tendon, was runner, one of the runners up to Rookie of the Year for Atlanta two years ago? Well, let me, I mean, let, you, me answer, let me answer. Stay with me here. Stay with me. Soroka could be a good deal. He's got to stay healthy. It's a big if. It's a big if. You got to admit that, Larry. All right. I'm with you on Baroa. Prospects of prospects. He has yet to prove anything. I get it. You get rid of Santos, you got to get something in return. I like Santos. I understand you wanted to have value. Chris Getz is not a guy I've been down on. I would push back at that. I have not been as cynical about Chris Getz as some people who work in this studio. Just say it. I love Mully, but he doesn't, he's not a big Getz guy. That's okay. I've been accused of being a Getz guy. I do like Chris Getz. And as for Fetty, you're right. He had success in the Korean League. I don't know how that's going to translate. Are you really sure that you feel good about every fifth day with Fetty? Every five days with Fetty. Sounds like a promotion, Brooks. Go with it. I don't know. Do we lose Larry? Why does Larry think I don't know baseball? Why is he pigeonholing me like that, football guy? I mean, I do a baseball show every Saturday. I've learned something from Bruce in three years. I mean, Bruce has imparted his wisdom. I'm listening. Goodness sakes. I don't know, Larry. I like your optimism about the Sox. I just don't share it. I think they're going to struggle. The losses are going to be in the 90s. I'll have my season prediction, though, on an Inside the Clubhouse coming to you soon on a Saturday morning, if you still listen to those guys. Terrific question. Need to get that answer. Don't have it for you today. Oh, Bruce. He's in Arizona. He's going to join us at 9 o'clock. You know who's next, though? Yes, the ginger-haired genius, Zach Zaidman. He's going to be calling DePaul against number one UConn tonight. Zach was also in the building yesterday for a little Cubs event, so he's on top of that. Zach will spray to all fields. When we come back, it's Molly and Haw. Molly out today. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Here's the pitch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Zach Sademan. We're live on the radio. Delivering the best calls of Cubs and DePaul games. Wisdom waits for the 1-1. Here it comes. Hit in the air. Deep center field. Going back at the track. This is gone. Demons pull off the upset. They knock off the eighth-ranked Savior Musketeers. Former Bears radio sideline reporter. Down here with Jay Cutler. What were you guys trying to do on that play to Martellus Bennett? We're trying to score. A man with a great head of hair. And what color would your hair be, Zach? Luscious red locks, Pat. And thank you so much for asking. It's real and it's spectacular. Some refer to it as Syracuse orange. Zach Zaidman. The ginger-haired genius. He was a hit yesterday, right, guys? With Mully and Ha on 670 The Score. Welcome back. It's Mully and Ha, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Now joining us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline is Zach Zaidman, CircaLasVegas.com. Good morning, Zach. How's it going? Great to see you yesterday. Great to see you, David. Good morning to you. And nothing quite like waking up on this Valentine's Day Wednesday and getting a Valentine's Day greeting from you. That, that's different, but uh, thank you. This is the way your day started. It's going to end <laughs> by calling DePaul and UConn. Let's start there because I want to get to a lot of baseball stuff. I want to ask you about the Bears, certainly. But the big tip-off tonight, it's not often you get to call a game against the number one team in the country. DePaul, UConn, probably going to be one-sided, Zach, but still, it's a moment. Yes, I, I think it's a moment for uh, the guys on the team to uh, to dream big, right? That's been the the big motto at DePaul for for the last few years, and and this really is a year where they're trying to dream big. But yeah, it, it's going to get ugly. This has been an ugly season for DePaul. There's no sugarcoating it. It's been exceptionally ugly in Big East play. That's why they've made a coaching change. That's why they're looking for a new head coach. And we saw this matchup a little bit earlier in the season. And uh, that one was in Connecticut. UConn won big. I'm not expecting this one to be close. DePaul is losing Big East games this season, David, by an average of nearly 25 points per game. So you know big changes are coming in Lincoln Park. 
You, Pat, and Ron held court yesterday for an audience of sponsors and just Cub fans, and it was really something to see. You guys connect as well as ever. Your chemistry is already in midseason form. And, Zach, obviously today, pitchers and catchers report. So everyone's down in Mesa getting ready to hear from Craig Council and Jed Hoyer later. The sense of excitement is, I think, Eh, kind of restrained right now because I do believe that it's, it feels like an incomplete offseason. How would you term where a Cub fan should be or is right now as they get ready to get back to work, baseball is returned, and Cody Bellinger is still out there to be signed? So it does put a damper on some of this enthusiasm. I think you hit, you hit it with the right word. It's an incomplete team as the Cubs begin spring training. And that's what Pat, Ron, and I talked about yesterday. You're waiting for a couple of moves, not just one. Cody Bellinger is one move, and you hope that they can get that done. I think if Cody Bellinger had an offer he loved from anyone around Major League Baseball, he would have taken that offer by now, don't you think? Yeah. So, and I've said this many times, that doesn't guarantee that he'll be a Cub But as we've seen over the course of time, in our time covering sports, all different kinds of sports, when you have a player who wants to be here and a team that wants the player, eventually you kind of find a way to make it work. More often than not. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but more often than not it does. And that's why I'm optimistic that eventually something will get done. But baseball's very different. It's not like basketball, hockey, or or football, where you have that initial signing period uh, in the offseason when the quote-unquote league year begins. Baseball's very different. I think baseball should go to what football has done and what basketball has done, even hockey, where you have that that league year and there's that that flurry in that first week of uh, of an off season in which you have all these moves that are made and and I think it would help the game of baseball in the off season, but that's a story for another time. I, I do think that there's optimism because the Cubs went all in in hiring Craig Council. And once you make a move like that, what it tells you is you, you've taken that next step in a, and you can call it rebuilding, retooling, whatever it is that you want to call this. The Cubs have taken that next step by bringing in Craig Council. It makes a divisional opponent weaker. It makes you stronger. And it announces to the rest of Major League Baseball that you're, you're about winning now and, and winning consistently and about sustaining success. So ultimately, to do that, you feel as though the Cubs still have a couple of more moves in them as they begin spring training. And we'll find out a lot more today when President Jed Hoyer and General Manager Carter Hawkins and the new manager, Craig Council, meet with the media. So that's that's step one. The other thing, and we haven't spent a lot of time talking about this with the Cubs this offseason, David, is that they are very high internally on some of their prospects. And while they don't make a big deal about it publicly, there's a belief that several of the guys in their system will be a part of the mix with the 2024 team before all of a sudden. I heard you say that yesterday on stage, and I was very impressed that you kind of teased that because it suggests that, boy, they're really high on somebody. But, Zach, I wanted to come back. I wanted to raise my hand and say, call on me. Isn't every team high on their own prospects? Isn't every team in baseball projecting their top prospect to be better than maybe he really will be? 
Yes, but the difference here is there are many people around Major League Baseball, not just the Cubs, that are very high on what the Cubs are producing down on the farm. Good point. And I think that's what leads you to uh, a sense of optimism. It's, it's not Look, even though they have this great system, it doesn't mean that every single guy down there is going to be a, a bona fide major leaguer. But what it does mean is that there are a number of guys that you're going to, it's power in numbers, right? There are going to be a number of guys that they're high on that will hit. And I think that lends to a sense of excitement and optimism with the Cubs. And you saw it last year. I mean, they were not afraid to throw Pete Crow Armstrong into the middle of a playoff chase. Mm -hmm. I think that benefited him. It might have not benefited the Cubs at the tail end of last season, but I think it benefited the player, and hopefully you see some of that at the beginning of this season. want to get back to some other stuff, Zach, because I think people forget sometimes you're so good at baseball and being part of the, the Cubs broadcast that in your previous uh, life uh, as a broadcaster, you were the Bears sideline reporter. And I wondered as you watched the Super Bowl if it took you back to 2007 in South Florida when you were covering the Bears and the Colts and what that – those memories are still like for you. And as you heard the news that Devin Hester is now a Hall of Famer, you were there for so much of his career. You had a better seat than most of us and many of us. What that meant to you seeing him go in. No one had a two-year career. Again, if Devin Hester had retired after his second year in the NFL, his second year with the Bears, to me he was already a Hall of Famer <laughs> in the way that he changed the return game. He was, as Jeff Joniak used to say, ridiculous in every sense. There was a time when you could make a case Devin Hester was the Bears' best offensive player, and he didn't do it by playing offense. I know eventually they got greedy, and you can't blame them for making him a receiver, and I agreed with it at the time because, quite frankly, when you have a playmaker like that, you want the ball in his hands. But I go back to that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 41. And the thing I'll never forget is the night before the game in the hotel lobby at the team hotel, I ran into Mike Brown and he couldn't play in that game. One of the best bears of this millennium. He couldn't play in that game because he was banged up. He got injured in that dramatic Monday night football comeback in Arizona, one of the all time best football games anyone has ever seen. And one of the things he said to me is, Zach, we're scoring a special teams touchdown. It's not something that that Indianapolis takes seriously. They don't work on it because they, they have other strengths. They're great, obviously, offensively with Peyton Manning. They had a great defense back then. But their weakness was special teams. For the Bears, it was a mega strength because of Hester. He goes, we're taking one back. And almost always what that meant during the Lovey Smith era is that the Bears would win the game because it gave them uh, essentially seven points that, that the other team couldn't match. And, on, and Devin Hester right away Scores the touchdown. First time it's ever happened in Super Bowl history. It's pouring rain. Uh, I'm, I'm right at, at the point of the bench where Devin Hester returns following the touchdown and everyone's kind of hugging him and celebrating. You know, what a start, right? Deion Sanders, who was a broadcaster back then and one of Hester's closest friends, a big mentor, leaps over me to get onto the bench to hug his protege, Devin Hester. That, that's one of the Super Bowl moments uh, I'll never forget. Another one was, uh, you know, we're all drenched at halftime as, as we're going back in the tunnel, and Tommy Harris, another one of the injured Bears, 
pulls me, almost a, a horse collar tackle, pulls me from the back and goes, hey, you're not going in the tunnel. We're going to watch Prince. This guy's just like, it's like Michael Jackson. <laughs> so we stood on a, a couple of Gatorade canisters and, and watched Prince perform. And I'm glad he pulled me back for that because that was an awesome moment. Prince singing Purple Rain in the rain with a, a, a bunch of people holding up purple light sticks with the Chicago accent going, Purple Rain, Purple Rain. It was awesome. It was awesome. I was there. I remember it as well. Probably didn't have as great of a seat or vantage point as you did. <laughs> Zach, less than a minute left, but I do want you to weigh in. We frame this as a debate in Chicago, Justin Fields or Caleb Williams. We know that you think it's not much of a debate, but what do you think about the trade value is for Justin Fields? I think there are a lot of teams in this league that need quarterbacks. So I, I think you'll be able to get something good for him. I don't believe you're going to be able to get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. But I, I do think there are teams like Pittsburgh and New England and Atlanta that could use quarterbacks. So there's going to be a market for him. The bottom line is this. If you're looking to improve the Bears, you want to draft Caleb Williams. It makes the most sense financially from a business standpoint of being able to build around the rest of the team and you're probably going to get a better quarterback talent wise than you have right now and if you watch the Super Bowl there are three key ingredients that you need to win championships in this era one is a special quarterback not a quarterback who creates great flash plays but someone who is consistently special that's one number two you need a defense one that can get after the quarterback and get after the quarterback consistently and three Boy, you better have a good coach, like a really good coach, where you don't feel the coach on the other side is overwhelming the guy on your side. And that, quite frankly, is what it's looked like for the last couple of years. So hopefully the Bears have the offensive coaching infrastructure to supplement what some of the weaknesses are overall with the head coach. Love it, Zach. Not just a baseball guy. Still got the football chops. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Take care, David. Great stuff. Zach Zabin, you can hear him. Obviously, he is part of the soundtrack of summer with Pat and Ron every Cubs game, but also this spring he'll be calling a few games on the Marquee Sports Network. So you want to tune in for that as well. Anytime Zach has something to say, you want to be listening. Also, Chris Chelios, when he talks, people listen. We'll talk to him next. It's Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Chris Chelios. Up the boards to Chelios with room. He shoots. Score! Bet MGM ambassador. Nice play by Chris Chelios. Hockey Hall of Famer. Chris Chelios is not human. I'm convinced of it. Not only will he go in the Hall of Fame, I think he should go in the Smithsonian. Blackhawks legend. Chelios will add defense, but he'll also add offense to the Hawks. Steve Smith ahead to Murphy. Nichols at the line. Chelios moving in. Time Stanley Cup champion. What a competitor Chris Chelios has been over the years, and he's been a winner every place he's ever been. Chris Chelios with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Mully is out today. Hope he's feeling better. And now joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline is MGM, Bet MGM ambassador Chris Chelios. Download the Circus Sports app today. Good morning, Chelly. How are you? Good. Good morning. So how did you enjoy the Super Bowl? What did you think about the outcome, and, and what second-guessing did you conduct uh, Monday morning? Well, like I told you last week, don't bet against Taylor Swift. She's hot. 
And Mahomes, you know, he what a great game he had. Uh, the best part of it was half the people I was watching it with were San Francisco fans, and half were you know, pulling for KC. So it was great. But, you know, slow start for sure, but it ended up being a really good game at the end. So you, obviously, a contemporary of Wayne Gretzky, friends with Michael Jordan, Chicago in the 90s. You saw dominance, and certainly – you are very well familiar with what Connor McDavid is doing currently in the NHL. When you look at a professional sport being dominated by one player, Patrick Mahomes, is he the most dominant player in professional sports right now? And if you agree with that, is he the most dominant professional athlete since who? Tom Brady, I would say, right? I mean... I guess you compare Brady, you can't argue that one. I don't think who who the best ever was. And then I don't know how they do the ratio with points, but what, what Gretzky accomplished, uh, you know, compared to MJ or any other sports, um, you know, as far as performance on the ice, Gretzky, you know, beats everybody by a long shot. So uh, overall, Gretzky is the best ever as far as I'm concerned. And you think Brady's still the best ever quarterback and Mahomes is second, third? Is he on your top five list right now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah at this point, when you win that third one, for sure. So how'd you watch the game? Any Chelly's Chili? Any, uh, would you no, we went Mexican. I mean, we had just simple scoops of you know beef or chicken and all that stuff and tortillas, and it was great. But I guess I, everybody, I look forward to the Super Bowl every year. And I, I used to go to it, but I enjoy it watching it more with friends. It's, it's kind of, that's just age showing, I guess. Halftime show was pretty good. I imagine somebody of yeah. your, our generation, I mean, that Usher delivered, right? Unreal. Like I said, everything about that game, other than like the first half being so slow from an offensive point, uh, but both defenses were playing great. Uh, halftime show was great. I, I, I think everybody went home happy with that one. So, Chelly, looking at the Blackhawks, obviously they're back home. They're in a stretch of games where they're going to spend a lot of time on home ice. I don't know if it matters, but they're back at the United Center. They can't muster any offense. They miss Connor Bedard. Luke Richardson yeah. says maybe next week he'll be cleared. Is it too soon? How would you handle his return and his his return to the ice and recovery? Because he may feel like he can go. He's got a broken jaw, and you know that can be deceiving. Yeah, I mean, again, bones are bones. Nobody's bones are different. They, it's six to eight weeks to heal. In this situation, the way things are going, they're not going to rush him back. Um, you know, they'll do X-rays and see if everything's calcified and everything's okay. But there's no sense. I'm sure he wants to come back and uh, and you watch how they compete. And, and the lack of scoring has a lot to do with also that the guys all playing the way Richardson wants them to, doing the right thing. So at least they're in the games and they're competitive and they have a chance. Uh, so, I, I mean, I still like watching the way they're playing. The kids are, you know, trying to learn to play, be two-way players. But I'm sure everybody's looking forward to Connor getting back. At least that last, you know, 20 games, 25 games, you'll get to watch him again and the fans. You'll, you'll see that buzz will be back. He's just a, a great kid to watch playing, and it's going to be great watching him over the, you know, the course of these years. You know, I'm a fan of Luke Richardson because I think he has been remarkably consistent through some very difficult times, and he's probably proven why he was the guy they hired because he had the, the confidence, he had the mental toughness, he had all the things you need to endure this kind of rebuild. Last night he lost it, Chelly. I think he had a good message post game 
they weren't competitive against the Canucks. They didn't bring that typical energy or effort level that you you get used to seeing from his teams. I like the way he lit them up. I think that's got to be part of it, but he doesn't do it too much to where they start to tune him out. What do you think about the job he's done in trying to maintain that kind of mentality? Yeah, I mean, he calls them out when it's time. You know, you, you can only yell so much. It's like a parent yelling at a kid. He'll shut you down or shut you out after that. But, again, like, it, for the most part, he's getting the most out of these kids, Every you know, and, and game in and game out, I think. And there's been a few games where, you know, lack of effort and, and you know, there's no energy, and, and it happens. I've, you know, I've been there, of course, the season. So, uh, but he's, he's, like you said, he's handled it as, as good as anybody along with the rest of the coaching staff. And uh, I, I just watching him, I, I'm telling you, the message is there from Richardson, you know, to play the same way and play the right way. Before we let you go real quick, by the time we talk to you next Wednesday morning at 845, do you think that we'll be talking about Connor Bedard playing in a game? I hope so. You got Kaner coming back, and, and that'd be unreal. What a night that'd be if ever, just a, the perfect storm. I, I need Kaner in there in my speech. Uh, to be on that bench. I, I can't I mean, wait, Charlie. That's going to be an event. That's on a Sunday for a reason. They they gave you the entire day because there's yeah. no NFL. There's nothing else competing. It's Chris Chelios' day. Kaner's coming back. Bedard on the ice. That would be perfect. Yeah, I got about a minute. That'll take up about a minute of my speech, Kaner. So I'm happy. <laughs> I just got to kill some minutes, right? Got to <laughs> kill it. Just like in the ice, you got to kill a penalty. You know? That's it. There That's you go. It. So it's going to be fun. I'm actually looking for. i got to work on that speech a little bit, but it's going to be a great two days, three days with everybody in, in town. And this is the last hurrah, really. You can't top this one, I don't think. So I'm going to enjoy it. Looking forward to it. We'll talk about it again next week. Thank you, Chelly, for your time. You bet. Have a good day. Chris Chelios, Bet MGM Ambassador, our weekly guest here on the Mullion Haw Show. When we come back, back to baseball. Yes, today, February 14th, besides being – Valentine's Day. It is the day in Arizona. Pitchers and catchers report. Baseball is back. We'll talk to Bruce Levine next on Mullen Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 